0: Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation. I'm your host, Rodney Smith. This is the Bite Size Daily Podcast to inspire topics for you to ruin family dinners and social gatherings. Join us today as we'll be discussing pressing topics such as boomers, realtors, Gorlock the Destroyer, and much, much, much more fun for the entire family. Please be sure to stick around to the end and I will see you guys in the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please leave a rating and please be sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel. Greetings everybody, thought I thought say greetings, greetings, welcome to Dangerous Misinformation, the number one source of the world for dangerous misinformation, I almost called it the Lord Petty Podcast because I'm exhausted, I just did an hour and a half long podcast with the gorgeous Hagatha, uh, go check that out, just go search like Lord Petty Hagatha or something on YouTube, actually what would you search, let's see. It should already be up because we did a live stream. I've never live streamed before. Live streaming ain't my thing. Hogatha. Uh, yeah, Hagatha's Hot Seat, episode three. Um, tonight I have Lord Petty. Yeah, it was really cool. If you guys don't know who the fuck Hogatha is, you should know who the fuck Hogatha is. Hogatha is a G. Gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Um, anyways, thanks for tuning in today. Just misinformation. Go get my book if you haven't already. Uh, or don't. Save your money. You know what I'm saying? Nothing matters. I don't need your fucking money. I want your money, but I don't need your fucking money. But if you want to go get a dope book, go buy my book, The Petty Principles. It is available on Amazon, and you can get it on Barnes and Nobles as well. And thank you for tuning in. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't even look at my notes before uh, starting this fucking podcast. Okay, I already talked about that. I just dove into it because it's 11 o'clock right now. Actually, what time is it? Oh, it's only 10 o'clock. I thought it was 11 o'clock. I haven't set my clocks back yet, dude. Anyways, let's go. Whoop, whoop. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that. Anyways, bro. Um. So I had this thought last night while I was trying to fall asleep because my best thoughts come to me right before I fall asleep. My brain starts racing, starts running around like fours. Gah. My brain starts running like Forrest Gump. Heart broke off Jenny when I'm trying to fall asleep, and that's why I'm addicted to sleeping pills. You want a vulnerable moment? Yes, I'm addicted to sleeping pills. I'm addicted to Lunesta. I take it every night. When I try to sleep without it, I start itching like a crackhead. And I tried to sleep without it last night because I felt myself... Actually, I did sleep without it last night, but I barely slept. That's why I took a nap today. And when I took a nap today in the middle of the day, it was like I was back in the old house that I grew up in as as a child, as a young boy. And uh, I was like sitting at my computer playing Medal of Honor, Frontline, and I could like feel... It was so realistic. You know what I mean? You ever have those dreams that are just so realistic? That's the dream I had today because I didn't sleep during the night because I didn't take my sleeping pills that I'm addicted to. Anyways, so last night when I was laying in bed uh, trying to not be Elvis, I had this realization... And I realized that it's uh, because I don't have a lot of friends. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a lot of friends. I have a hard time bonding with people. And when I do, there's always inevitably a fallout. And that just is what it is. And I realized that there's primarily two types of people in the world. Okay. There's people that seek validation and there's people that need to control others. And usually those two go hand in hand because the people that want to control, they kind of have this like, you know, posse around them of people that need validation and these people need validation, will allow themselves to be controlled by others just because they need that positive reinforcement. But then you get people like myself, where I don't need anybody's positive reinforcement. I don't need anybody's acceptance. And I have no desire in controlling people. Some people want to be bosses at their work and shit like that. I can't think of anything worse than being somebody's boss, but I don't want to boss myself. And so this drips into like uh, social social things as well, because. You know, there's always kinda of like a packed leader, right? There's always a pack leader and I don't like subscribing to a pack leader, and I never want to be the packed leader. I just kinda of wanna like show up, do my thing, blah blah blah. Like I don't like I don't like a pledging pledging allegiance to groups in general. I find that whole group think group think thing oddly strange. And I do think that it's kind of the downfall of civilization in itself where When we, as soon as we start collectively doing things, right, you talk to the individual. The individual is an incredible being, but then when you talk to humans on a grand scale as, like, one species, as one thing, humans fucking suck, dude. Everything bad about the planet comes from humans, and humans suck. Even though I was thinking about this, too, though, okay? We talk about, like, racism and xenophobia and stuff like that. Can we ever have an episode where we don't don't sound like a crazy right-winger? Probably not, so let's not stop now but so when you look at the animal kingdom right you never see a pack of lions just letting a bunch of hyenas within and be like oh we need to be nice to them just because no so you would expect like as humans we're doing pretty good as humans we're doing pretty good of all like dealing with each other all right because if you look at the animal kingdom they don't do that shit they stick with their own and then they tear each other apart and then when you like jail right how is it How is jail still such a like racist place? You know where you go to jail and you gotta squat up with whoever's your race, or you're gonna get butt fucked in a shower. Kind of crazy. Hogatha asked me a question on her podcast, and so my my whole goal going into the podcast is like I want to make Hogatha break character. (laughs) I want to out redonkulous Hogatha, and we talked for over an hour and a half. And it finally happened at one point because there's a uh, there's a porn star named Buck Angel. And it's a dude that looks like, it just looks like a guy. It looks like the dude from like American Choppers, right? It's a dude with the fucking beard, but he has a vagina. So it's a trans male. It was a born woman that's a trans male now. And then uh, Buck was on Hog at this podcast like the week before. And I had no idea. Like I tuned into the live stream late, so... I missed the whole point about Buck having a fucking vagina, okay? And so Hagatha asked me, Hagatha asked me, would I rather have a perfect Latina with big round tits with brown areolas, a big old booty, a gorgeous face, long flowing dark hair, but she has a nine inch uncircumcised penis or would I rather have sex with Buck who has a vagina but looks like American chopper guy? And I told Hagatha that I would rather fuck Buck than suck a Latina. And then uh, Hagatha, I could tell, was having a hard time, not just dying laughing. And that was my proudest moment. I've never made my father proud by making a lot of money or scoring touchdowns in football or uh, getting married or having a thriving career or just being an overall upstanding citizen. I've never made my father proud, okay? But I think... I forget where I was going with this. Why am I talking about my dad? Uh, <laughs> a pr- a proud moment that I had for myself was when I made uh, Hogatha laugh because my answer was so ridiculous about wanting to fuck a biker with a vagina versus suck off a Latina with a nine-inch uncircumcised penis. Even though it'd be, you know, it'd be a female penis, whatever. But... Eh, Speaking about my dad, you ever notice how boomers love to throw the term snowflake around? That could be, oh, your generation's so soft, ah, fucking snowflake. And then if you in any way, shape, or form bring up the fact that they had it really easy in a post-World War II economy, they just have a full-on meltdown. That is the contradictions with boomers. They want to call everybody else sensitive, but then you point out, hey, asshole, asshole. You were born at a time where you could walk into a job and get a job with a handshake and buy a house for $200,000. You had it easy because when I talk to you, most of the time, most of you guys are absolutely fucking clueless what's going on in the world, right? Because the generation before you had to fight hard wars and then the generations after you had to deal with like economic uh, trifling. Boomers are the worst, dude. That's why I love trolling them. I love getting on TikTok. I love creating the rage bait and trawling boomers, Um, and I can't wait till they all die off. There's gonna be so much money. (laughs) I'm kidding. There's gonna be so much money because it's it's some like crazy stat. Let's see what's the stat. Uh, how much wealth do boomers have? Boomer baby percentage. Like boomers have a crazy. So boomers alone, boomers have 50% of the entire wealth. I thought it was more than that. So, uh, well, they only make up. So the boomers make up 20% of the population and they have 50% of the wealth. So, right? 53% 53% yeah so 20% of the population is 53% of the wealth and so a lot of that money I wonder what's going to happen to that money when that starts getting passed down to their offspring they want to dump all their money into Facebook ads and fucking uh, transgender surgeries and shit dude the greatest wealth transfer in history is here with familiar oh god you really you're going to make me pay a dollar a week in New York Times I'm not going to pay you a fucking dollar a week to read your shitty articles, New York Times. Which generation has the most wealth? Let's see this. USA Facts. Baby boomers have the highest household net worth of any U.S. generation. Defined by the Federal Reserve as being born between 1946 and 1964. Yeah, that's right after World War II, dude. That was the whole, the, the, everything, the industrial industry, America was popping. So anybody born between 46 and 64, right? The fucking boomers, they had it easy. So they'd be like, oh, your generation is soft. You're a bunch of snowflakes. Oh, you just need to work hard. You guys were born into the easiest pocket of humanity ever. So I don't want to hear it from you at all. The higher their net worth is expected, the most baby boomers financially planning for at least a few more decades. They benefit from wealth earned from long careers and have more robust retirement accounts than the silent generation who have dipped further into retirement savings. The silent generation before 1946 has the second highest net worth. Well, that makes sense because they paved the way for all their piece of shit boomer kids, followed by Gen X, born between these. Those were all the dirty hippies, all the fucking dirty ass hippies coming around 65 to 1980 at 1.1 million per house. What? 1.11 million per household? millennials born after 1980 are the generation with the least wealth. And that makes sense because we were born into uh economic decline and we weren't born with the internet where we could just upload fucking footpicks right off the rip. You know what I mean? We didn't get to turn 18 and start uploading footpicks and pictures of our buttholes to the internet right off the rep. Oh uh, yeah. Gen Z and boomers. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. But God, like all, like it's impossible to buy a house unless you make so much fucking money or you live in just some shithole. You got to live in some boring ass country back, back road place to buy a house now. Or you just have to have millions of dollars to live somewhere in the city where you got some homeless guy taking a shit on your doorstep. Drives me nuts, the the whole idea of it. And by the way, what's the point of a realtor... Why do we need realtors when it's 2024 and we have the internet and you can just view? I can go on the internet, I can look up the house, and then I can schedule my own appointment say, okay, I want to go look at this house at this time. I can find my own house. It used to be back in the day where you say, okay, this is the type of house I want. This is the blah, blah, blah. And then a realtor would find the house for you. They would come at you with like 10 houses and show you the houses. But now there's Zillow. We don't need realtors. Cut the realtor out because they take like... I don't know, they take like 2% off the sale or something. And we nearly get 2% of $500,000. What the fuck are we paying for, dude? We don't need realtors. That's like, it's like starting podcasts, you know? Realtors are, realtors are people that uh, wanted to start a podcast that have no talent. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I'm not, dude. It's kind of a scam. Maybe I should become a realtor. That's what I'm saying. Instead of me fighting all these things, instead of me always trying to like fight the system, I realize sometimes I just got to bite the bullet and just play my part and be a part of it. Because if I would just be a part of it, a lot of times uh, life would be a lot easier. Anyways, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, let's do. Uh, let's do one rage clip. Should we do a rage clip? No, let's not do a rage clip. I don't want a rage clip. Did you guys know do you guys know who uh Gorlock the destroyer is? Did you guys know that uh Richard Ratboy coined that term? And so Richard Ratboy is the whole reason I have any sort of following because he was the first person. I mean, I had like eight hundred followers, and he reposted me on Instagram, and I got like, you know, a couple hundred after that, and he kept reposting me. And so he's uh he's a good guy. He's just a real cool cool dude. And he was the one. That when Gorlock the Destroyer Gorlock the Destroyer, here we go. I right, so Rab, so when this clip came out, and oh they got Deborah Lay in there too, huh? So when this clip came out, uh I'll show you the clip really quick. Let's watch the clip. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Kiko. I'm twenty three. Uh I go Why is this not working? Go to UCSB and I also bartend. Ahead. Hi. So so Rat Boy was the one that commented Twitter um, So when that clip came out. Ratboy tweeted this. He said, been enjoying this podcast. Great takes from Ashley, Rachel, Gorlock the Destroyer, and Tiffany. And since he put... Po- I had no idea he was the one that said that, okay? And I think this is uh, the closest I've ever been to an absolute superstar. So the fact that he meme coined Gorlock the Destroyer, and that's the whole reason he made that bitch famous. He made that bitch famous by calling her Gorlock the Destroyer because It made her fun to make fun of. So without Richard Ratboy, we would not have the term Gorlock the Destroyer, and none of us would have had anything to reference this monstrosity to. She just would have been another troglodyte on the internet. Now it's here, hanging out with like the Nelk boys and shit. Anyways, dude, shout out Ratboy, shout out Fleckis. Those guys are some G's. Uh, Anyways, please be sure to. Sorry if this episode sucked, man. I've been. I'm gonna be up till like three in the morning tonight. Uh, (laughs) please be sure to tell somebody about the podcast okay please go on the YouTube leave a rating Uh, you can see how hard we're working on this I'm hoping the karmas at B will come back in our favor please be sure to leave a rating Uh, tell somebody about the podcast I appreciate y'all so much and take care of yourselves